Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, honored and excited to be on this journey with you. Today we continue with Lesson 4, Following the Thread of Desire. I just came out of a little meditation, which was really amazing. So let's dive in. We're in Section 1 and we're going to start with Paragraph 16. Where Jeshua continues, imagine transcending your fear of your own survival, because as you look upon your body-mind, you are no longer identified as that body-mind. It has become a tool to be utilized by the love that rests in the mind of God. Mind is capital M. You live, yet no longer you, but Christ dwells as you. The word as is italicized. You live, yet no longer you, but Christ dwells as you. This is a very real experience to be lived. This is also in italics. This is a very real experience to be lived. It is not just a philosophy. It is not just a concept, and it can never be a dogma. There is a mystical translation that occurs in the depth of the soul, which is merely a shifting of where you perceive your sense and source of identity. Awesome, beautiful paragraph. Let's break it down. All right. So um, when Jeshua says, imagine transcending your fear of your own survival, because as you look upon your body mind and body hyphen mind is the way that Jesh was talking about the ego, the sense of separation, the tiny mad idea, what we think, what we spend so much of our energy investing in, let's put it that way. Uh, he says, imagine transcending your fear of your own survival because you're no longer identified as that body mind that is obsessed with survival. I mean, that's what the body, the, the, the body and the brain's number one f- feature, function, is to survive. And we can get so caught up in that from a biological perspective, from uh, survival. Like, every species is here to survive and reproduce. Like, those are the two primary drivers, right? So we get so caught up in, like, survival, survival, survival. You know, make the money, get have the relationship, the emotional survival, uh, all the things about survival. You know, avoid pain at all costs. So Jeshua is saying, imagine transcending this fear of survival. And I encourage you to do so. I encourage you to take a moment. And if you can, close your eyes and be still and imagine pretend make it a game you're not like you know that that's what i do sometimes when i have a hard time like accessing a certain feeling or um imagination i pretend like if there's me in another universe like doppelganger jason who has no fear of survival what is he feeling like what is he thinking so that 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 is a, a little tool that works for me, but whatever works for you, and sit and imagine and feel what it would feel like to have no fear of survival of the body because you're not attached to the body. You know the body is not you. Imagine what that feels like. This morning I was doing in my meditation, uh, I sit, and this is something that we'll learn in the way of mastery. Um, sometimes I'll sit and say, I'll I'll pretend and imagine what it must have been like for Jeshua when he meditated. What did he feel like? 
what was his connection like? And so that's what I was doing today. And it came in the moment of crucifixion. It came in for me, not imagining for him, the fear of the pain. And so that's something that I'm I'm continuing to work on healing and bringing love to. And this teaching is definitely a part of that is not fearing the pain, the physical pain. I don't I don't fear death because I know that that we are eternal. Like I know that on my bones that when I leave the body I'm still very much aware, uh, very much alive, very much quote unquote me, but not me. Uh the higher self, the soul self, what we're learning in the way of mastery. But there is a fear in the body of physical pain, of physical death and what that feels like and of physical suffering. Perhaps that's past life vestiges, which is all kind of past life. is all It's all happening in the now anyway. Um, we're just not aware of it, in my opinion. But, um, but I noticed that coming up in my meditation. So I kept breathing into it and kept bringing my attention back to my eternal true nature and transcending the fear of physical body survival. And back to the paragraph, Jeshua says, the body mind has become a tool to be utilized by the love that rests in the mind of God. And of course, in miracles, it talks about how the body is the symbol is is the symbol of separation manifested in form. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Our body seems to be separate from other bodies, right? In truth, this isn't what we are, but we forget and we think we are. And so we fear physical death, physical, we're so obsessed with physical survival, but the Holy Spirit has used what the ego made, what the ego made in error for its own purposes of healing, of bringing you home, of awakening you into your true nature. So that's the Course in Miracles perspective, which it doesn't say here in the way of mastery, but I'm bringing it in because it's all consistent. It's all the same message from Jeshua. And he says, as you realize this, as you transcend this fear, you live, you're still alive and, and exist, but no longer you, the ego you, but Christ as you. You are the Christ expressed, the love, the awareness of the divine expressed as you. And he says, this is a very real experience to be lived. It's not just a philosophy. I would add, it's not just something that you access in meditation. The more you practice this, the more you reside in this space, the more this is your primary desire. This becomes your lived experience in your day to day when you're driving the kids to school, when you're responding to emails, when you are brushing your teeth at night. That's a very real experience to be lived. Christ as you. It's not just a philosophy or a concept, and it can never be a dogma. And this last peer, uh, sentence is so beautiful. He says, there is a mystical translation that occurs. And, and when I read that, like, you know, our brains want to understand everything. And he's saying it's mystical. You don't try to understand it. You can't understand it. Just just enjoy it. There is a mystical translation that occurs in the depth of the soul, which is merely a shifting of where you perceive your sense and source of identity. And that word merely is important because, again, going back to pr- recent previous episodes, complex, I'm not a fan of the complex and all these complex theories and complex processes and complex explanations for the universe. Jeshua never gets complex. It's very simple. It's love. It's oneness. And whatever you need to know, you'll know. 
So he says it's merely, it's only just a shifting of where you perceive your sense and source of identity. When I work with professional athletes and mindset work, I use the analogy of like holding a flashlight in kind of a darker room. And on the left is, is let's say, everything you don't want, failure, embarrassment, whatever, emotions, anger, let's say. And then on the right is everything you do want, uh, joy, love, commitment, courage, not like the outcomes per se, but like how you want to show up, control what you can control. And that's what the way of mastery is. It's control what you can control, which is your choice of where you're focusing on fear or love, on separation or unity. So when he talks about shifting where you perceive your sense and source of identity, if you're shining your the flashlight of your attention on the body, on separation, on fear, on survival, on lack, on limitation, that's what you're gonna experience because you are the creator of everything you experience. And so he's saying Christ consciousness is merely, it's simple. It may not always be easy because we've been, let's say, either addicted or conditioned into this other way of seeing the ego, but it's simple. You just shift your focus, you shift your, you, you shine your flashlight on your sense and source of identity as source, as God, as love. So uh, that's one paragraph. We're nine minutes in. Let's just dive in. We'll do two paragraphs today. <laughs> Paragraph 17, Jeshua continues, what is the energy required to take you from myopic self-contraction in which you have become identified with the little drops of foam out on the tip of the wave that are tossed to and fro by a power that seems to be outside of you, to a sense of identity with the silent depth of the ocean that is everywhere present and seems to know no beginning or no end, the very energy that will carry you from the tip of the wave to the depth of the ocean is the energy of desire. Yes, we're getting to it, desire. So he's saying, what's the energy that can take you from the ego, body, mind, this, this, this small self, this scared self, obsessed with survival self, obsessed with trying to get your needs met and feel good enough self. And the, the analogy is the little drop of foam out on the tip of the wave. We think that's what we are, separate from the whole ocean. And he says, what's the energy to take you from that identifying as the little tiny drop of foam out on the tip of the wave to the depth, to the sense of identity with the silent depth of the ocean that is everywhere present and seems to know no beginning or no end, right? This makes me think about like when we ask for signs, we're like, God, give me a sign. But we, but, and then we're like looking specifically for something to stand out, which is fine. I've done that. And there's also the truth that the signs are everywhere, that everything is a sign for us, that, that spirit is not separate from us. God is not separate from us. The source of all, the allness, is not separate from us because we're part of the all. So the signs, quote unquote, are literally everywhere if we are willing to slow down and look. And sometimes we, when we're asking for a sign, we kind of see the sign we want to see, Right versus the signs that are there in our face 
So this is such a beautiful analogy. It says the very energy that will carry you from the tip of the wave that you that you you know think erroneously think that's you that you're separate from the whole ocean. The energy that takes you from the tip of the wave to the depth of the ocean is the energy of desire, a want to. And this whole lesson is about desire, and it's so important. All right, let's keep going. In paragraph 18, Jeshua says, For I say unto you, if God had not desired to extend love, you would never have come into existence. Your very sense of awareness of self is the result or the effect of love. It is the very same love that has birthed the sun and the moon and all the stars and every dimension upon dimension upon dimension of creation. That very love that desired to be extended is the very source from which you have been birthed. As you know yourself to be, you are the effect of God's desire to extend love. And because I have the text in front of me, the very last uh, sentence in paragraph 15, if you go to the previous episode, says something around – The love of God expresses itself for no other reason than that love must be extended. God must be extended. Love must be extended. It creates, that's the very nature of God of love, to express and extend itself for the joy of doing so, of experiencing more of itself. And that includes you. That's the miracle. That's the awakening to holy crap. This is really what I am. I'm not this little body mind here for 75 plus years if I'm lucky, here to survive and make some money and have some kids and leave a legacy. That's not what you are. That's not what you are. If God had not desired to extend love, you would not exist right in this moment. Your sense of awareness of self is the result of God loving you, God loving you into existence. You're a miracle of creation. Let us not forget that. When you look in the mirror today, look in the mirror and say, I am an extension. I am a creation of God's love. I am a child of God's love. I don't know. It was in the recent thing that Jeshua says, you have not created yourself. That's a very important piece in A Course in Miracles and in The Way of Mastery. You did not create yourself. You are an expression, an extension, a creation of the infinite, indescribable, incomprehensible love of source birthed as you that has birthed the sun and the moon and the stars in every dimension upon dimension upon dimension of creation. That very love has desired you into existence. That's fucking awesome. Now I think I have to do some like explicit thing in the notes here. All right, let's just finish this up because there's only one more paragraph. And I think it's an important one. Darn. All right, let's just keep going. Sorry, guys. If these are too long for you, honestly, send me an email. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com and just be like, uh, if you can keep the episodes shorter, that would be great. I'm not I'm definitely not going to go longer and longer and longer, but I just this is like these four paragraphs kind of go together and this ends this section. So that's why I'm doing it. So in paragraph 19, Jeshua says, when next someone asks you, who are you? Please do not give them a name. Do not say, well, I was born in a certain town in a certain part of the planet. Do not tell them that you are a Democrat or a Republican or a communist or an atheist or a Catholic. Tell them the truth. Who am I? 
I am the extension of love in form. I have never been born, and I will never taste death. I am infinite and eternal. I shine forth as a sunbeam to the sun. I am the effect of God's love, and I stand before you to love you. Now that will raise some eyebrows. It will also transform your world. For it is time to stop seeking Christ outside and start choosing to take responsibility for being Christ incarnate. I love this because Jeshua is messing with us. He's not really messing with us, but like <laughs> he's he's like he's asking us to do something he knows is going to be insanely uncomfortable for us. Like would. I, man, I've thought about doing this, but I've never done it. I'm like, I want to say that I've done it. Maybe I will now. Maybe that's like my personal challenge that somebody says, who are you? And I'm going to say, who am I? I'm the extension of love and form. I've never been born and I'll never taste death. I'm infinite and eternal. I shine forth as a sunbeam to the sun. I am the effect of God's love and I stand before you to love you. Imagine saying that at like the DMV. <laughs> uh, I Please, if somebody is out there and you do this, let me know. Send me an email. And if I do it, I definitely will say it on the podcast. I have to remember to do it and have the words in front of me. <laughs> Maybe the next time a telemarketer calls, that's what I'll say and just see what their response is. <laughs> but Jeshua is like, hey, because he knows. He knows who he is. He knows who you are. So he doesn't he, like he doesn't care if you're embarrassed about this. And like he and I would imagine that if we really did this all the time, <laughs> it would. He says it will one. It will raise eyebrows. And that's an italics. And it will also transform your world. It will. I know it will. For it's time to stop. This is key. It's time to stop seeking Christ outside and start choosing. Again, that word choice. We're always, it's always our choice to take responsibility for being Christ incarnate, Christ in the flesh, Christ made manifest. That's what we are. Let's do it. Let's freaking go. I love you guys. If you get value from this, like, subscribe, share. Send me a note if you think these episodes are getting too long. If they're fine, send me a note too. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. This is the end of section one. Tomorrow we dive into section two. Hasta mañana. Peace out.